Hello, welcome to Season 2, Series 2. I'll go to Series 2, you can have Season 2. Best of uh, both worlds, isn't it? Exactly. Of Wikipedia, a celebration of the random with myself, Stephen Walsh. And me, Mickey Boyd. If you've listened to the first Series Stroke Season, set of episodes, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. You'll have an idea of what the show's about. It's essentially us looking at various things that we stumble upon randomly, generate randomly, or appear random aren't really yeah that's exactly it the centerpiece being Wikipedia itself we'll take you through each section uh, as we go we'll open with the big question we will a question that's generated by putting in a questioning word to Google up in the toolbar and letting it autocomplete to something that will provoke us or intrigue us so I did this this morning alright and I came up with the question I'm going to ask it of you alright where is Zer? And I'll spell Zer for you. Please do. X-U-R. X-U-R. Where is Zer? Where is Zer? Where is Zer? I'll go to two places. Go on. Hold on, hold on. Before we go on, is it geographical or is it a state of mind? Or am I not allowed to ask that? You, you're allowed to ask that. Okay. And the answer is neither. Oh, God. Okay, all right. I'll say it's some fantasy land. Oh, you're very warm. Science very warm. fiction fantasy yes. land. There you go. Uh, well, yeah. it's not a land. Oh, it's, it's a, a planet. person. Oh, it's a person. It's a person. Right, okay. Fair enough. So, Zer yeah. is a trader in Destiny, which is some very popular contemporary online video game. Right. And the whole thing about him is, and I, as far as I'm saying, I've not played Destiny. We'll talk about video games more broadly in a second. Do you think I've played this, Destiny? Well, this is, this is <laughs> why I think it's going to be quite interesting for us to, to chat around it. So apparently the, the thing about Zer is he's this trader and he's got very rare items, but he moves from place to place. And I think that part of uh, the game's design, as I could be wrong here, was that the, the game designers were like intrigued by the idea of having this guy move around and having it be an adventure and people sort of like stumbling across him and make, you know making it a, a random occurrence, right, which yeah. you know, fits in with the theme of our show very nicely. But of course, the internet being the internet and people being people... Uh, one of the most popular search terms on the internet is where is Zer? And rather than like look around for him or play the game to find him, yeah. people are just Googling it. <laughs> I'm going, oh, he's there. I'll just oh. go over and find him and get all this rare stuff. <laughs> so it's absolutely annihilating the game sort of thing. Well, yeah, it, it, it's still playing the game, but it's like, this is a nice nice idea, guys, but yeah. we'll just go to him rather yeah, yeah. than uh, cheat. stumble across. Yeah, but is it cheating? Because yeah, really, you're playing is. the game. Hold, hold on, but it's the equivalent. If we go back, I don't know if you remember this, my, my game skill goes back to Attic Attack. Right. Do you remember that? I remember Attic right. Attack. So, right. You used to go look for the keys and all that. So it's the equivalent. If, if Attic Attack was happening now, if you could say it, uh, <laughs> it's the equivalent of while you're playing the game, going in there, oh, if this happens, then the key will be in such and such room. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't like that idea. You know, exactly. They're, they're, ruining, that. they're ruining the element but, of fun and, and, I and guess surprise. the argument would be Attic Attack is get these keys. Yeah. With Destiny, there's a million things going on. Oh, there. Right, I, you know, as far as I understand, you're doing all sorts of trading and f- I guess there's fighting and diplomacy probably. So, so I suppose, like... It could get to a point, and it's one of those things about modern video games where they're so immersive and so demanding that I don't really play a lot now. I've never really played a great deal, yeah. but, and I haven't played in for ages. But it feels to me like you'd be coming home from work and then going, right, let's do yeah. the second shift yeah, yeah. where I'm going to be a merchant trader across the galaxy. And you're like, you want to do some more invoices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's like, yeah, it's, you're cheating because you've got so much other stuff going on. So I think on. it's a, a, yeah. a case of the last thing I want to do, yeah. let me just, I, need, I just need this thing and then I can do this other thing that'll be really fun. 
So I think it was an interesting yeah. uh, thing to put into it's the game. Kind of, I think it's a cracking name, and all to be honest. Zer. It's going to be someone out there will call their kid that. Zer. <laughs> they will, won't they? Oh yeah, it's yeah. already like names. Oh, uh, a great statistic cropped up on Guardian Football Weekly a couple of weeks back. Uh, in 2015, there have already been more Lokis christened than Gary's. In the That's game. right, because Gary's going. Isn't it? Gary's, Gar- yeah. Gary's gone. Not well, gone, but... It's, it's on the demise. Yeah. A bit like ginger people, allegedly. <laughs> of which, apparently, I'm a ginger person now, I've been told by a few people. Allegedly. Because really? of my beard, yeah. I won't go into that now. We can say that All for Irish show. people have a bit of uh, yeah. red hair in their but beard, don't it's they? It's getting worse as I get older. Or <laughs> <laughs> better. Or better. Yeah, feel yeah, about yeah, ginger yeah. What's in Loki? Sorry, go back there. Loki, where's that come from? Is that... Of four, as in... It's Thor's the, evil... Uh, evil. Or his adversary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you get the feeling I'm not big on uh, Nordic... Uh, <laughs> Norse mythology, yeah, stroke the Marvel one, comics, yeah. stroke the Marvel cinematic yeah, universe. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm like a, a, a sitting amoeba. Yeah. So let's take it back to video games. Yeah, yeah. What was the first video game console system you owned? I'd be the... Uh, well, the basic one, the, the tennis one. Oh, right. The Binatons. Yeah, what was it? Was it? It wasn't bin, it was something tone. There were, I think there were a few different yeah, versions. Yeah, tone's not the right one, but something tone is just that was all it was. Do, and do, that do, was that was the first. Yeah, that was the first one. But so no. you had the first video. So, yeah. and this is the thing about people of our generation: we had the opportunity to do it all, didn't we? Yeah, like, of we were the did, first yeah. ones at yeah. the right age. To yeah, up but the one I never got, I always wanted was Atari. Two six hundred. Where it was, I wanted it. The brown, <laughs> the brown one with a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was iconic joystick. Yeah, my yeah. mate had it. My mate Stevie Morton had it. I used to go down and I used to like, oh, I used to anchor. Uh, uh, to be fair to me, I was one of three and I got a lot of stuff. I was the youngest and you know, I did get a lot. But I never got the Atari console. And I but in a way, I think if I, I, I honestly believe this, if I'd have got the Atari, I'd have been a gamer. Right, right, right. Really? Because I didn't get it. Yeah, I sort of like, I used to get a lot of so hand- You dropped off that early? Yeah, my brother, my brother used to buy me handheld games, to be fair to him. I think yeah, he was getting yeah. pubs when the Elephant New Cross and all that. And some decent ones, you know, like Defender. I really like that space alien. They're all handheld stuff. Yeah, so they're quite limited. Whereas yeah. I thought the Atari was that bit more random and all the rest of it. And I, and I get the feeling once that went and the brother bought was ZX Spectrum, but it was his. It wasn't mine. That's the thing. So it? it's That's like I didn't thing. really, you know. And then I got to say when I was older, but that was more for something to do when you couldn't go to the pub. Right, right, right. But I think if I'd have got the Atari, what's what Mega Drive? Mega Drive. Mega yeah. Drive. Yeah, yeah. I'd have got. I'd, that would be me done. But because I, I did fall, yeah, you're right. I fell away that early and right, thought right. like that. So it's like eleven, I think. But you had a Spectrum in the house. Yeah, but the bro- did yeah. you ever play? It? I mean, you yeah, must I did. Only, only when the brother, so I I'd like, he got to a stage, you have to knock on the door, right, right, do, right. and like, he, bless him, <laughs> he sat down once and programmed for like ten hours to make like a hexagon spin, right, right, and right. Just, like he'd go all the way through it about twenty times, you know, like open, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, it's brilliant, and he, he just balls it up basically, it kept crashing, <laughs> and the more it crashed, the more he drank. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then he got like, he's absolutely K like, like, just like thumping this like ZX Spectrum. You know what I mean? And he's just like brilliant, you know, he's like absolutely going off his nut. And it's just, again, the Atari, just to me now, I'll play one now. Right, right. I really would like, especially that, was it Empire Strikes Back game? It was yeah, amazing. yeah, with the sort of vector graphics on it. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. Just, but yeah. you can, you can get these things now where, um, I was going to say it's just a box that plugs into your telly, which yeah. is essentially what the two six hundred was. Yeah. But rather than putting the cartridges in, it's all like preloaded. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, I'd love that. It's like I think thirty quid in Argos. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? Really? I shouldn't have told you this. I'm going. I'm going. I've just, I've just uh, birthed a gamer. 
Yeah, well, I think also, I think you might just ruin the podcast for today. I might go there. <laughs> Still open here? Yeah? <laughs> I'd love to hear. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point you make about uh, the programming thing as well. That was the thing about, you know, you had the 2600 and the Pong, they were just video games where yeah. you sort of played the game and had the joysticks. Once you get onto like the Spectrum and the Commodore, yeah. it had the keyboard so you could you could do programming. Yeah. And it was the biggest lie our generation told our parents, isn't it? Get me a Spectrum, get me a Commodore, get me an Amstrad because go on. it will help me in my homework. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and, and, he's like, did, yeah. and he's like, you know, and our parents all sort of terrified going, you know, I suppose you have computers of the future, I have to get them a computer, yeah. otherwise they're going to be going to be lost. Yeah. And you get like computer magazines, they have programs in them, as you say, yeah, yeah. just page off page, page, page of yeah, just yeah. like things to type out. Yeah. And this is the thing, it was 1985. This is what we did for fun. Yeah, we didn't have it. the internet. No, that's it. You know, there were like, you know, f- uh, four channels at this point. Yeah, if you were lucky. Yeah, just yeah, about. Channel 482, it came Right, out, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and it weren't unusual for the uh, channels just to stop at 11 o'clock at night. No, that was it, yeah. National Anthem. Queen, job see, done. Yeah, yeah, see you later. Channel so, 4, November, November the 2nd, 1982. There you go. There you go. There you go. And he's not even near the computer. Well, I'm near not, the computer, but not, near, not, not touching it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so things like that, you know, were quite common for people to just sit down mm. for ages. I, I didn't do... You know, I might have done something where it was like, you know, open speech marks or yeah. print. No, it would be like 10 print open yeah. speech marks. Set up. Steve is the best. Yeah, and so yeah, you can do yeah, it yeah, just like yeah. loop over yeah, and over yeah, and yeah, over. It, yeah. And you just sort of go that. But it's the equivalent of like making words in a calculator, isn't it? You know exactly, I mean? It's yeah. like very limited Boom. in terms of what you yeah. Gobble. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Schoolboy stuff. In terms of what you can do. Whereas now, you know, uh, in terms of the games that people play. Oh, phenomenal now, aren't they? Yeah. But as I say, just demanding, they, you know, uh, Sim City, uh, another great example of a, a phenomenally successful game I never understood the appeal of. The yeah. idea that you'd, you'd start playing a game that's all about you haven't fed this person, you haven't gone to yeah. work, you haven't, yeah. cleaned, you haven't tidied your, the house. So, I'm like, what game is this? Hold on, you got that in the real world? Yeah, yeah. yeah? So why give yourself angst in this, like, yeah. <laughs> this parallel cyber yeah, world? My, 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 my uh, guy's hungry and he needs to sleep. And, and you're yeah. like, is this fun? I don't know. But also, you get some sick person out there might think, well, oh, just let him die. <laughs> Living people out of do, like, I, I, I've heard stories of people like trapping their characters in swimming pools and just letting them go. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's but, right. I, you know, yeah, well, that's it's it. a good a good outlet for us. I guess. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I do to anyone. Yeah. What was the last video game you played? Oh, crikey. Um, uh, be FIFA. So one of the FIFA games right, for right. aim with my son. Take that out of the equation. No, keep that in the equation. Oh, that is, yeah. And what console would that be? That would be... Oh, that'd be on Xbox. Right. So your son's got an Xbox. Yeah. He's all over it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried to play... I was going to say, have you tried any Yeah, you know, like, the, what, what's the, the shoot up game? Halo? No, 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 the, the soldiery one. It's Call called. of Duty? Yeah. Yeah. Try to play that now. Right. right. Yeah, I yeah. can't even get the, the rifle to go up. <laughs> it just points to the floor. <laughs> And honestly, I get shot about after two seconds. In such a week, about three times, you go, take that Yeah, back. yeah. Because it is a thing. You've got like seven or eight different input yeah. things with yeah. joysticks and yeah. buttons yeah. and it's triggers. Ridiculous. And it is a thing. You've got to swivel the character's head yeah. while moving them forward, while moving the gun. Yeah. And it is a thing, you know, it, when you see someone doing it very well, there is, you do have to admire them. But, but they look effortless, don't they? But that's they do. the thing. But yeah. I haven't got time to... I've got the dexterity. If I did, to be fair, Steve, if I had the dexterity of that, I would play the piano. This is the thing, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, I used to play, because you had, traditionally you had FIFA and you had Pro Evolution Soccer. And FIFA was a very sort of clunky, basic football game. And the whole idea of Pro Evolution Soccer was it was much more sophisticated, you could do mm. more. And I loved FIFA. 
because I'm lazy yeah. and I just want to like clobber the ball at the goal and yeah. hope it goes in. My mate's like, no, but the thing about probably if you learn this trick and you learn this move, you no. know. And I was like, if I'm going to spend hours learning the game, I'll learn poker yeah. and make loads of money. Exactly. Or chess and yeah. look vaguely intelligent. Exactly. Me sort of going, do drag backs with L2 and, mm. you know. I would rather get a ball and practice in the garden. There you go. Why go. don't I just play football and become exactly. a millionaire? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a number of reasons. <laughs> well, yeah, right. And me too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not, please don't make a list. No, I'll start saying. Yeah, we never bit the end of that. I am fascinated, though, by certain aspects of video game culture, and it gets us back to like the, the where is uh, question, where people like the idea of playing games but do want to sort of trick it a little bit. So have you heard of gold farming? No. So basically, and again, a very vague appreciation of these things, what you get is people will set up essentially like a barn or a shed and just fill it with computers and then pay people to play the games for like 12 hours a day. So they'll start with a basic character, level them up, get loads of equipment, get loads of gold, and then sell that character online really? to someone who just wants to start at level 30 and doesn't want to start at level 1. You're choking me. Seriously. (laughs) And like there's like a, a black market for... Like virtual gold, which is where gold farming yeah, comes yeah. from. So you can go on to like eBay and buy gold and equipment for these games for real money. And then you like arrange to meet them in the game and they hand over. That's amazing. Incredible, isn't it? That's just like different. That's like blowing my mind, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's people making money. And I know there's people made money playing games for, you know, like exhibitions or whatever. Absolutely. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But to be making money. For other people's egos, yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. or laziness. Yeah, just but they're cheating. I don't. Yeah. I don't get that. Why would you? If you're because they games, just they want to go into the game and just be strong. Yeah, but yeah, but no. See, to me, I would think that I've, I've not achieved anything by doing that because I've cheated. Also, wouldn't it be a thing of like, and no offense to you, no, but if someone did give you, and I don't even know if you level up in the same way in Call of Duty, but if someone gives you a level fifty character in Call of Duty or the equivalent, your yeah. gun's still pointing at the floor in it. Exactly. You don't have the controls. So uh, you'd imagine these, you'd hope yeah. these people that are spending money on... Uh, Perfect. There's probably some rich kids out there who like, mummy and daddy are sort of like, there's a treat for you. Off you go. <laughs> have a <laughs> level 50. There, there you go. Happy Christmas. Another um, element I'm intrigued by in video games um, and there's a larger word for it. It's something like, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but a, a great example of it, I do know this phrase, is uh, spawn camping. Right. Um, with spawn camping, in these like big online virtual games, uh, characters die and they respawn yeah, yeah. in a, a, a certain point or the point where they died. Yeah. And what you can do if you are uh, just looking basically to get your kill level up, get your levels up, just play the game very easily and just like it's not cheap game the game I guess you camp out of the spawn site and the minute they respawn you shoot, shoot them. oh right, that's good I like <laughs> you're, that you're I like that, that one yeah. a, because you're doing it I suppose yeah, isn't it? you're yeah. involved yeah that's, a, that's an evil twist and all just, you imagine because all this online gaming stuff there's all like oh I'll be alright boom come bang take them out yeah so, but how there do is, they know where to go though this is, is it, it yeah. that, that thing well it, it can be a thing where you, you if, if, it, if the character respawns where they died if you killed them yeah. you could just sort of wait all right, <laughs> and it's just like headshot, respawn, headshot, yeah. respawn, headshot, and there are, I, I believe, there are videos online of people just because ye- obviously you've got the microphones as well. Yeah, right? yeah. People just yelling at each other yeah. uh, across different languages. Across, you know, it's brought the world together. Yeah, yeah. Hands across the ocean. There is, I forget the phrase for it, but it's basically there's a way of playing these video games, particularly the uh, big multi online uh, game, multiplayer online games, where. People play it just to spoil it for other people. Brilliant. Which, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, I'll happily watch those videos. That appeals there's, to me. There's a great one where 
it's one of the Mario games, uh, and there's this level called Rainbow Road on Mario Kart. Oh, I know uh, that one. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's basically very tough because yeah, like yeah. if you fall off the road, yeah, you, you go, go into the grass, you go, to you go space, into yeah, 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 I've seen it, yeah. and um, it's quite trippy. I've watched one before where the race starts and this guy is winning quite well, but someone hasn't bothered actually running the race. They just reversed right. over the start line <laughs> and just wave come on and just sideswipes him off the road. Exactly. Brilliant. That is that's that's something, genius. That's that how we can get yeah. behind, isn't it? That's genius. That is absolute genius. Central point of the show now, Wikipedia yep. itself. Excellent. Yeah, basically what we do, we click on Wikipedia. We click the first time on the random article button, Steve. And whatever pops up, we can't talk about it. No, nope. first no. thing that comes up when we press the random article button, leave it. Leave it. Second one, second time we click, shall I say, we click the random article button again. And we can't talk about that one either. No matter how much we know about it or could we think we know about it. Could be something we're passionate about. Oh, you know. yeah. we could be crying about it, yearning to talk about it, but we can't. And then on the third click of the random article button, wherever pops up, we speak about it. We are allowed to... Um, Click on the hyperlinks. Yeah, click within the article. Yeah, you know, move around the subject. Yeah, scope, but yeah, but we, in essence, we're talking about that not subject. Too far, not too no, far. we're not, not straight too far. Not clicking away, clicking around. That's right. Got it in mind. So we shall now click the button. Steve will do the honours. Let's do this uh, magical first click. Yeah. Oh, right. the 1999 AFC Women's Championship. Dodge the bullet there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the Asian Football Federation. So. Okay. Well, let, well, what am I doing? Let's not, not talk about no, it. No, I'm happy not to. We were almost going to be talking... I don't know, there would have been some stuff there, I reckon. A couple of mad scores. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about <laughs> it. That is a bad score, though. You'll never... Dear you'll listener, never know. you'll never know. You'll never know. We could have got into politics there and anything, but never mind. On we go. <laughs> oh, wooden bridge. The wooden bridge. Another bullet job. <laughs> You're not um, a big follower of Iranian cinema? No, no. Funny enough, I, c- I gave that up when I was about six, after the Shah <laughs> thing happened. I caught the ump. <laughs> I did, I got the right, right ump with that. When the old Ayatollah Khomeini took over, I went, nah, not for me, nah. So the like... Sh- the old Shah's gone. So is my cinema love of the Iranian-Persian thing. Yeah. Was this the same year you didn't get an Atari 2600? It would be before that, actually. Really? Yeah, 79. I'd have been about seven or eight, yeah. Right, right, right. I had a massive interest in Persian film, but, you know, once that all kicked in... I was Forget like, about it. Job done. All Which, over. you know, so just as well, we're yeah. not going to be talking about the wooden bridge. Yeah. So, we what come. we will be talking about I'm excited. is... Oh, I'm very excited now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> I can't even say it. That's a French word, yeah? It's got to be, isn't it? Asimut. Asimut, Yeah. Let's have a look. It's not even a thing. It don't even do a uh, phonetics on it. <laughs> Here we go. It chronicles the 8,000 kilometre journey of Oliver Higgins and Melanie Carrier. Riding their bicycles and pedaling through Asia, Oliver and Melanie travelled from Mongolia to, Cal- to Calcutta. So it's a Canadian documentary film yeah. depicting the 8,000 kilometre cycling and philosophical journey of a young French-Canadian couple from Mongolia to India. So I'm assuming Azimut... Is yeah. a place? Yeah, could be. Or could it, yeah, or could it be a... Yeah. Oh, significance of the title. Oh, here we what go. a handy uh, subheading yeah, on this uh, Wikipedia page. We said wiping our brows. <laughs> yeah. Should we have a little click on that, Steve? Well, no, it's just... Oh, it's there. Oh, it's there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. sorry, I was looking up there, yeah. Yeah. Right, here you go. Well, uh, yeah, luckily the uh, page isn't big enough for us to need to like click within the subjects. Here we go. So, Azimut is a variation of the word azimuth, the direction taken when following a compass. Or metaphorically, the direction taken when following one's life journey. Oh, it's quite nice. Yeah. I like that. It seems odd to 
make a variation on a word I've never heard of. Yeah. Were yeah. they worried that, like, oh, if we call it Azimuth, everyone's going to be... It's going to be impossible for people to Google it. Yeah. We better yeah. change this. Yeah. What we'll do, we'll drop, we'll drop the H and we'll chuck an E. That's <laughs> <laughs> what done, isn't it? But it's like, uh, I've never heard that phrase. And also, this phrase uh, that refers to the following direction of a compass that apparently is so... Uh, pervasive that they had to change the title. Yeah. It hasn't got a Wikipedia link, has it? No. You can't click on it. No, Any of them. No, that's it. But to be fair, it's Canadian. Obviously, it's in French. Right. So, that's, I think that's, that's what's done us there. I think... So, it's Asiemut. Yeah, that's it, yeah. 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 Good, yeah, very good. Some well... Got, some got French GTC, I can't, I can't do a French accent, but I can do a brilliant French-Canadian accent. Oh, there you go. Okay, then. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Let's have a look. What else has it done? Let's have a look. It's won awards. That's a lot of awards. 35 awards. Yeah, I tell you what. Gee, <laughs> Such as... Hold on. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Now, this is, this is one that, a phrase that the, the, the full importance only comes when you read the whole thing. Yeah. So, it's won 35 awards in film festivals over the world, such as the Oscar of the Oscar. Let me finish. Of Mountain Adventure Films in 2008 in Italy. You can't call it that. <laughs> the Os- it's the Oscar of the Oscar. Yeah. But it is only of Mountain Adventure Films. What were they up against? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Quite a little bit. But saying that, look, look saying that, to be fair, they won one in Dundee. <laughs> Where's that gone? It's, they've won so many, it's hard to find. It. But, but again, it's the People's Choice Award yeah. in the Dundee Mountain Film Festival. And I, here's the thing. It never occurred to me before that you'd have a separate mountain film festival. Exactly. Are there that many? And I guarantee... Like, was it only, like, 2008 there was enough where they're like, there's five mountain films this year, guys, we're, we're going to do a festival. Yeah, that's it. Next year, there's one mountain film. Are we doing a festival or are we just doing a screen <laughs> of this film? Or could they have saved them up for, like, 25 years? Right. Six films. Yeah. The other five filmmakers will dead. <laughs> when we say mountain film festival, this is all the mountain films. <laughs> Ever. So I guarantee that Dundee's not the one in Scotland either. I bet it's up in, it's in Canada or something. We're laughing at mountain film festivals, but I'm just looking over this list, we've got the Cine Mountain Film Festival, Italy, the International Mountain Film Festival of Slovenia, the Graz International Mountain and Culture Film Festival, Austria, the Turgenze International Mountain Film Festival, Germany, the Dundee Mountain Film Festival, the Williamstown Mountain Film Festival, the Tepleci Mountain. I mean, this, uh, this, this, this is, we're not even. We've got loads on the page here. Look, this, this, this is the thing. You know, I'm no entrepreneur, but I'm thinking surely we could set up some sort of catering business yeah. where all we do is specialise in catering international mountain film festivals. Got no it, one's yeah. doing it. Yeah, exactly. They'd be protein heavy. Yeah, so it wouldn't be a lot of preparation. Just like a few few hundred um, chicken breasts, some of them <laughs> cliff bars. Which are like um, energy bars, which are really good and, and, and a good source of uh, energy. Yeah, we'd be laughing. We'd, we'd, we'd be quids in. And, quids you know, in. if we, we need to expand, we can go to adventure film festivals, which is yeah. where this is one the other 15-odd... Uh, uh... And also, there we have a, a great name in New Zealand there, one that you've got to be careful when you're drunk, say, because <laughs> uh, there's a nice lake there, Wanaka. Wanaka Mountain Film Festival in New Zealand. Also, begs the question, did they attend... All of these. You would, if, they, wouldn't you? if they did, this is all 2007, Virgil yeah, yeah, apart from yeah. three at the top, their, their air miles must be through the roof. Well, the whole the film, must, yeah, the the film's be... about an 8,000 kilometre cycle yeah. ride, so yeah. do you reckon the sequel is a, a Canadian couple on a philosophical journey <laughs> travelling the world on the on the dime of uh, international mountain film festivals? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to a producer with that. Yeah. Our 30,000 mile trek around the world. 
But brilliant. making this film is reliant on you winning 35 awards. Uh, have you seen yeah. our, our, our mountain film? It yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> it's they all, love it. Yeah, it's ecologically friendly, unlike, <laughs> unlike us collecting the awards. I mean, it's actually obliterated the planet. They have, <laughs> they have gone uh, Italy, France, Slovenia, Austria, Germany, Denmark, Poland, Scotland, the Czech Republic, yes. Bulgaria. Everywhere. New Zealand, Germany, France. Where else we got here? Peru. Also. Peru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fair, it, fair enough. They know their man in films, don't they? Yeah. Inca Fest. Yeah. Peru. <laughs> Brilliant. That's just amazing. That is. That is amazing. And let's have a look. Well, that is great. Though. The Oscar of the Oscar. <laughs> Oscar of. of. Yeah. Absolute nonsense. I reckon. But look at this, though. Look at this. Let's have a look at this. Azimut, directed by Oliver Higgins and Melanie Carrier. Produced by Oliver Higgins and Melanie Carrier. Written by Oliver Higgins and Melanie Carrier. Guess you've done a cinematography. That's right. Oliver Higgins <laughs> and Melanie Carrier. Edited by Oliver Higgins and... Eric Eric Denny. Yeah, Eric Denny. Give See? him a chance. That's it. it. He crept in there, right at the death. Doesn't she... have it here, but catering by Mickey Boyd and Steve Walsh. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be, yeah. They never went, never went hungry. No, exactly. exactly. There's a, a wonderful bit of uh, copy in the synopsis here as well. Along the way, they discover the world, but overall they discover themselves. Who are they? <laughs> what do they want? What is their place in this world? Maybe, between the encounters, obstacles and discovery, this daring journey made them reflect. Do we not all have a common... <laughs> and my thing is, if you're trying to find a commonality between yeah. the world, don't use a word that I've never heard of. Exactly. Yeah. Got it in mind. Someone says to me, do, do you think we have a common azimut? I'd be like, you filthy beggar. <laughs> and I tell you, I must admit, my azimut is not to uh, ride a bike for 8,000 kilometres. <laughs> I tell you what I mean now. See, I tell you, if I'm riding 8,000 kilometres, I want tubs and tubs of Vaseline. <laughs> I, want, I want copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, it sounds like quite a night. It does, it would be, yeah. yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the thing, like, uh, it says here, between the uh, encounters, obstacles and discovery. I mean, if it was an 8,000 cycling journey without obstacles, yeah. I'd still have my doubts. Exactly. But well, once you say, and also I'll be like, when you pluralise obstacles, you're not joking, are you? No, There's going to be at least two. Two, I'm yeah. out. I love this, though. What I love that, Mongolia to Kolkata, right, at the mouth of the Ganges in India, passing through Xinjiang, the Taklaman uh, Desert, Tibet and Nepal. Now, why didn't they do this one, yeah? Why don't they just go around the M25? <laughs> just go around the M25. At night, yeah, at night, they can use the arch holder. Just keep going around. Then Would you go uh, clockwise or anti-clockwise? For your own safety, I'd go the same way as the other traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but well, well, you can go either way, can't you? Yeah, but I'm just thinking, so your answer would be all left or all right. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, yeah, that's a fair point, but they can discover themselves there. Let's see how good they feel about themselves. A lot quicker as well, because your answer was stuck on the same thing all the Correct. way through. exactly. And that's it. And then they, they, it's for them to get off that. It's for them to get off that as he mo- so mentally. This is a trilogy. Yeah. The first one is the original, Azimut, yeah. their yeah. 8,000 mile uh, cycle journey. The second one follows them around the world at various mountain film festivals. Yeah. And the third one is me and you in, <laughs> in your cab, yeah. going around the N25 for 8,000 kilometres, yeah. and going, what have you discovered? I'm seasick. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Whilst firing like chicken burgers at them and, and like, supplying them with energy drinks and uh, Vaseline in their saddles. <laughs> Absolute nonsense, isn't it? I love, I love this. I like this. This to me is brilliant. This, this is two people with too much money. They've, they've got the funding from somewhere, yeah. And I thought, oh Christ, what are we going to do? Still got a bike, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's say a bit of Calcutta, yeah. No, let's, let's give it a crack, eh? They're changing its name, you know. Traditionally, we wind things up with this time last time. Yeah. 
where we present a series of random words and phrases, or apparently random words and phrases, but there is a common link between them all, even if it's not entirely obvious. Obviously, with this new selection of episodes, yeah. we haven't got a last time to share, but this time, the words and phrases we're going to be presenting are Popped Hook, Dirty Gertie, Ooh. Charlemagne, yeah. Sailboat, yeah. and Loyalty at the Risk of Death. I think I know this one. Do you? Mm. I think I do. I can't say that. No, we'll go off air, and yeah. I'll. Uh, this this will be intriguing because yeah. uh, you know, and this isn't cast versions. So I don't know any of them. Yeah. This will be your first, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Join us next week and find out if Mickey nailed it. Thanks for listening. I've been Stephen Walsh. I've been Mickey Boyd. Take care. All the best. Wikipedia is part of the Holdfast Network. Go to holdfastnetwork.com for other shows you might enjoy. Dirty Gertie, Charlemagne, Sailboat, Loyalty at the Risk of Death. I got through. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs>